0: Let's get to it. Welcome. We are one week removed from Spider-Man: No Way Home. If you're wondering what that little noise was, <laughs> that little thunk, that little thunk, for the second week in a row and in person, we have Andreas joining us again. Hey yo, you know you, I, Vinny and I have talked about this, and we said this to you after we were done recording last week. You have like become our unofficial third. Member of this podcast,
1: yeah, uh, man, I love Marvel. I love you guys. So perfect, perfect marriage.
0: Yeah, yeah. we love you too. We yes, yes, yes. Um, originally we actually didn't really plan for this. Originally, we were actually supposed to see each other at the time of this recording last night to go see Spider-Man: No Way Home in IMAX. Yes, all of that was supposed to be all of our second time seeing the film. But Vinny got caught late at work, so me and Andreas caught up, and Andreas' mom came to the movie. Yes, I'm surprised she was kind of. I'm, She's kind of following along what's going on.
1: My mom gave me shit for not w- bringing her to the first night with, with Jonathan. Uh, she, <laughs> she went with us to see the first Spider-Man movie with Tobey Maguire back in 2002. Wow. So when I said I was going with him and just him, she was like, I want to go. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? We'll find another time. And, and you, you couldn't make it last night. So I'm like,
2: hey, I'm all about providing family opportunities. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like either
1: risk, like, because I went on Fandango, I couldn't return just the one seat it was either cancel the reservation or so keep it
0: what was funny is that you're texting me before like like you know, said oh you want me the shannon rose like around seven I'm like yeah sure you're like okay i am getting concerned i don't see our show time and i think i've told this story in the podcast before is that myself and my girlfriend ashley we bought tickets to go see avengers endgame at an eight o'clock show whatever theater it was in clifton commons and amc uh in jersey and uh it was eight o'clock and the movie was still showing in the theater we were supposed to see it we didn't end up seeing endgame until nine o'clock i'm like oh fuck but in the end we did get to see the movie but there were issues people are just like oh you're in my seat i'm like no i bought these these tickets on on online like yeah i bought these tickets online for this it was a whole mess the movie almost didn't start because of it but we're not here to talk about Avengers endgame that was almost Two fucking years ago at this point.
3: Right.
1: Actually
0: it was two years ago. Back yeah. in May. So yeah. we are here to talk about a lot of stuff. We are going to be talking about majority of this podcast is going to be all about Spider Man No Way Home. Fuck yeah. Uh, if you hear some little The dream fulfilled. Yes, the dream fulfilled crunches or whatever. We're we're snacking on some popcorn, so Forget the Bible. So it's we're only Spider Man No Way, gonna, way Home. <laughs> we're gonna be doing some real ASMR shit in your ear right now. Going to <laughs> The, I just did that to fuck with you. Anyway, I wasn't even chewing on popcorn. <laughs> 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 sound like fucking Donnie from the Wild <laughs> Thornberrys. <laughs> oh,
3: God. Anyway, Yeah. Well, oh, God. Welcome to
0: the circus, Andreas. This is what we see. This is what we do in person every week. Anyway. That should, that
2: should be our fucking soundbite for every episode. <laughs> just,
0: we got oh, the, God. We'll, we'll, we'll get the Iggy Azalea thing. The, <laughs> That has got fat butt though. And you and you go, oh, oh God! I was actually watching Tommy Boy before I went to bed last night. Hmm? You know the scene where it's like, and the Power Max come go. Oh my God! That's what I thought of last night or just now. Okay, Bad so boy and a little... yeah, fat guy, little goat. go. So real quickly, <laughs> we are going to go through the uh, season finale of Hawkeye. Then we'll continue with Spider-Man, and then we will end with Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. So, um, we were talking about this off mic before our rankings of like kind of our favorite shows. I personally say this uh, Loki is still the best. Uh huh. Wandavision is second, and then uh, Hawkeye is actually like tied for third. And what if with me? I'm gonna agree. Andreas, you have a very controversial opinion. You actually hate What If.
1: I I don't like What If. What If That's was. Okay. It was 30 minute shorts Uh, First of all, the first episode was a carbon copy of Captain America There was no, like, uh, original thought behind it You just sub out Steve Rogers and Peggy Carter You ever
0: seen Jeremy Johns' review of that episode? I thought Jimmy Johns Johns does breakfast No, I said Jeremy Johns He's a movie critic They must be brothers No, I don't think so. Uh, I like the croissant he, with he the spelled, sausage sandwich. He spells his name J A H N S. All right, so J- J- H- Jimmy John did something What's yeah. that. So, what well, the funny thing was in his review, he was like, you know, a lot of people could say, you know, like I remember reading original. He's saying he reading original Captain America: First Avenger things like you probably could have summed that plot into thirty minutes. Well, that's what What If did with this episode with Peggy Carter, right? Um, so I mean, excuse uh, me.
1: Anyway, What If is good, but I, I think it's um for me anyway. Loki um, a tie between Hawkeye and WandaVision and then and then what if
3: no. yeah
0: you know. hmm. well uh, Falcon soldier oh it's sorry not, it's not sorry. even on the sorry. fucking list <laughs> <laughs> sorry
1: when a falcon run soldier before what if so what if is dead last for me then
0: is enough. it kind of the same for us like because i say loki one division it but hawkeye and whatever kind of like tied for me and then falcon were soldiers at the bottom for me in honor of marissa tomei i'd say it's dead on balls accurate <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll get into that uh we're gonna let's get into hawkeye first so vincent D'Onofrio is officially in the mcu now Yeah, uh, yeah. That's, oh yeah or is he
1: hit the ground running with that.
0: Spoiler alerts as we should probably mention as for every podcast if you have not listened to us before. Um so yeah, Hawkeye uh, the last episode I think everything was going great until the after credit scene. Mm. Oh think, yeah. I think everything was going great until the it after. That ruined movie.
1: everything. Oh the fuck you from Marvel. Like that that, <laughs> I that, was, I Rick that was happy the, holidays. <laughs>
0: that was like the the after credit scene of Spider-Man: Homecoming.
1: So you've waited this long, and yeah. it's awfully disappointing. Yeah, the Steve Rogers. One, I was just right? like, yeah.
0: oh man, I was kind of, I was very disappointed in that. I was just like, but all like the Marvel like Broadway buffs and people like my sister I was saying like when did that happen? Is Marvel on Broadway yet? I don't know. I really don't know. I don't care to no? know. But I, but they, they, I this was kind of like their... Mark my on, words, they will honestly, be. Honestly, after I, the shit, they will be. Honestly, yeah, I, I could see Rogers the musical becoming a real thing. Like next year or two years from now, so Fuck that boycott at all. I, like someone like my sister is a huge Broadway fan, would love this aftergrad scene. Myself, I'm like, nah, I don't give a shit about this. Um, big things to take because we don't want to spend too much time on Hawkeye. Uh, not that we didn't like the show, we we love the show. Uh, but first off, D'Onofrio's kingpin. What were your reactions? Like we kind of figured it I thoroughly was. I really enjoyed it from the la- So. Um, now, Vinny, I know you haven't you haven't watched the Daredevil uh, no, but Netflix I've seen. Well, you've seen, seen some seen stuff here and there.
2: Act in Daredevil,
0: and Andreas, you, you are familiar with uh, the Daredevil I, series. I
1: watched uh, three seasons, right? There were three um, seasons. Yeah. Yes, I watched all three. What did you think of um,
0: Nadia's performance in this episode?
1: I thought he got some super soldier serum injected in him or something. I remember him being strong on Daredevil. Yeah, like he's just a massive guy, but he took a car. Going at least thirty miles an hour, which I don't know how she pulled out that fast, but anyway. Um,
2: yeah, and, and don't question up, it. It's and, superhero and, and, shit. <laughs> and
1: got up right away. No. It took took a took, you know, three like dynamite arrows. Yeah. And walking. Yeah, like, and like it's also
2: know. it's not like a smart car fucking hit him either. It was a Mercedes Benz S Class. 500 means it has a 5.0 liter v8 engine in it and vincent afrio took it to the fucking chest that's classy motherfucker
3: i mean (laughs) i
0: mean you would see his stuff in daredevil like he would he beat daredevil to a pulp in certain points in that series yeah and how he just fucking you know he killed his own father in the show spoiler for those who haven't watched and vinny uh like when he was young so kingpin has always been like a freak of nature as far as like how strong he is um as we see later on, Maya has kind of had a change of heart, and now she's become good because we've learned. Hawkeye told her like, "Your boss wanted your father dead," and that is the reasoning. So, and my thing is like, I mean, that was Hawkeye in the Ronin suit in that episode. So, I'm 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 figuring that Kingpin hired Ronan Hawkeye to yeah. kill her father. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he was kind of like you know he's a you know his he thing to would, get rid
1: of loose ends. They probably did a job together, and he didn't want the guy around much longer.
0: Probably and there's probably more to explore explore with that because because Maya will, we will see her return in the Echo series because she does become the superhero Echo, um, and I explained I kind of explained her backstory on this podcast for a few times already. Um, it was a very strange exit for D'Onofrio. Uh, well, exit I should say in quotation marks because no one's ever really dead in a superhero in the MCU, mm-hmm. especially
1: off screen. Maya, especially if yes off because screen.
0: Maya finds Kingman after she's been taken down by Kate Bishop, and. And Kingpin, we'll get to Yelena in a second, and uh, and you know, Yelena, uh, Elena, uh, Maya, you know, help holds a gun. Kingpin tries to persuade her, but oh, excuse me, he uh, he got shot. Uh, we don't know what happened. We don't know if he's dead, uh, but he most likely is not. They just brought him yeah. in. They're not gonna. They are not gonna waste Enfio's Kingpin this way. Uh, More likely, it's what they did in the comics where like when Maya went to go confront Kingpin after she found out that Kingpin killed her real father, that she made him go blind. So we probably will see a blind Kingpin going into the future of the MCU. Uh, The other parts to mention is how really cool Hawkeye and Kate were fighting. Their Mm -hmm. outfits were awesome. Yelena Belova was incredible in this episode.
2: I thought for sure during the whole episode that somebody that was like part of the main character set for the show was gonna get fucking killed, like,
0: and you thought it was gonna be Clint, right? I
2: thought it was gonna be Clint, and then I saw what's his face take out the sword. The guy with the mustache, uh, Jack. Yeah, yeah Jack. Jack. I saw him take out the sword. I was just like, oh, he's gonna go out just like uh. we
0: owe Jack an apology. Oh yeah, we do. We sorry, all sorry, Jack. Sorry, Jack. Sorry, motherfucker. He's just a goofy guy. You're all right. You're not bad, dude. <laughs> I'd have a beer with you. Yeah, I would. I'd have. A, he seems like a funny guy. Yeah. I, one of my favorite parts of the episode is that he was just stooping down to the kids' levels. Like, I heard you were in jail, Jack. Yeah. His nephew. It's like, hmm, well, I got out. I was supposed to get your wine cellar collection. Uh-huh. You can't appreciate you're not old enough. Well, I would have. Well, by the time you would have been old enough, you, it would have reached its peak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm just like, he's... Jack actually became one of my favorite characters at the end of this episode. Um,
1: I think my favorite character coming out of this series is Yelena. Uh, I th- yeah, I, I love I you. They so much do, They need to do a Black Widow and Hawkeye series, but Black Widow, in this case, would be Yelena... Hawkeye would be Kate Bishop. That would be think, awesome. Yeah, I think them I was two just teaming, up in, a, and, them two and, teaming uh, up in a Disney Plus hot. series f- would be very hot. And their the, the chemi- <laughs> the, the chemistry in the show was amazing. It was my great. favorite part yes, of this chemistry. entire
0: series, and I, I was saying this to Vinny last week, that my favorite part, and really my favorite thing this entire series, was the mo- was the scene with them in Kate's apartment just talking to each other. That's Kate my f- Bishop. Kate Bishop, you're so funny, I Kate I made B- delicious
1: macaroni. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're so funny, Kate Bishop. I saw a meme a while ago where it's like, it's Kate and the one template goes like, and then he turned himself into a pickle. Oh, oh Kate Bishop, you're so funny. That's the funniest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> I was like, yes, read the Rick- pickle Rick meme. Um but I love this. Like, they were fighting each other. And, like, even at one point, Kate Bishop just like, no, st- stop making me like you. It's like, I can't help it. <laughs> so so uh, the, the scene with Hawkeye and Yelena fighting was really cool. And, you know, Hawkeye doing the secret whistle when Yelena whistled over to him. That's, wow. whist- that's Natasha's whistle? I'm pretty... <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it, doesn't one matter. Of them. <laughs> it doesn't matter. And that's when she knew. She's like, how do you know that? It's like, I know that was your secret whistle she talked about you all the time she loved you Yelena and that's that's when Yelena trusted Clint to show like he was telling the truth he's like if I told you what actually happened you definitely would not believe me which she would not have but, mm-hmm. but he's praying your sister sacrificed herself so the world could be saved there <laughs> are a lot of unanswered questions here um, how did Val from the after scene in Black Widow how did she know that Clint has something to do with Natasha's death how does she know but I think we kind of had that answer Uh, what's her name, Kate's mother, called Val so she could get Yelena to hire her to kill Clint. Um, We learn that her mother is a dirty, dirty bitch and she's been working with Kingpin for years. Uh, Kate's father had a lot of money owed to Kingpin so she had to work her way to pay him back and over time, she just kept a business relationship with Kingpin and at the end, we see Kate called the cops on her mom and she arrested her.
1: I think the mom, though, was put in a position, right? I mean, I don't think she's naturally a bitch. I think she was put in an awkward position because of her husband's past dealings. Mm -hmm. And you saw how she was trying to get out from Kingpin on this episode. You can't just escape Kingpin. So I I think it was a necessary relationship that they had, had to have. I don't think. I don't think she necessarily enjoyed doing what she was doing. I think she was just doing it to save her child. She even I, said
2: I never asked I any questions, so maybe she did a lot of things without a whole lot of information. That's what right. I'm saying.
0: I mean, like, so I, I mean, I had the thing that I think that the, the mother, uh, that she killed her husband, but evidently not. He yeah. actually did die in the Battle of New York. Or, or, now, because the mother was suspicious to me this entire time, and she was right to be suspicious.
2: Yeah, and what exactly could she be doing? She, she runs a security and surveillance company. Mm-hmm. So if anything, she was selling intel. Yeah. You know, to Kingpin.
0: I mean, she framed her fiancé to make it look like it was all yeah, on him. Yeah, but he was kind of a dick anyway. I mean, kind of was a dick, but he's also kind of, like, dim-witted, too.
2: Yeah, he retarded.
0: <laughs> anyway, so overall, uh, I kept saying, like, like, each episode of Hawkeye was better than the last. Mm-hmm. Again, I think that after credit scene kind of brought this episode down a bit, but it was like it was like Marvel High School Musical. Yeah, but but over <laughs> but overall though, I thought Hawkeye was a solid show, and solid. I think yeah. you, you take that episode, that after credit scene out of it, I think just every again every episode just became better than the last, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I loved it. Uh, I'll go around the table real quickly. Uh, what? Who is your favorite character in this show?
3: Hmm.
2: I I hate to I hate to be.
1: Like a, a douche, but Clint.
0: Hawkeye? Yeah. Okay. Andreas, what about you?
1: I think uh, I'm going to be the asshole and say the main character. I think Kate. Uh, I think she Kate really came out of her roots as a kid that saw Hawkeye when she was uh, just a child that kicked these aliens' ass and wanted to become something like that. And she finally got her, her you know... Her place in life and and became Hawkeye, uh, yeah. as we got hinted at the end. So. True.
0: I, I think there wasn't really. I think the the casting was really really strong. I Haley's, think so Haley well. Seinfeld with as Kate Bishop, Yelena Belova. Sein- uh, Sein- Florence Pugh as Yelena Belova. Jer- what did you say?
2: Is she related to. Is who you say, you say Seinfeld?
0: No, Haley Steinfeld. Oh, never mind. We talked about this last week. She is not related to Jerry Seinfeld. She's good looking though. So. Uh, yes, she is. She's also Gwen Stacy into the Spider Verse. Jerry
2: please. is not good looking.
0: No. He drinks espresso and drives muscle cars, but and, that's okay. And his and his stand-up is terrible. What's the deal with airline food? Mm. Idiot. You have a great a show. Good, yeah. Take the money and hang a, out with Jay Leno. He, qu- he like has a great peace. show, but, it's, but shit stand-up. Anyway, so, um, I mean, again, you know, Florence Pugh's Belina uh Kate Bishop being played by uh, Haley Steinfeld, Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin for the one episode he was in, uh, even... You know, obviously Jeremy Renner, Clint Barton. For me, I, I it's hard to pick, but I'd, I would... I, and Honestly, I love Maya in this show, and I really cannot wait for her series for Echo. CJ, always um, out of
2: the blue with some shit.
0: I know. I, I love Maya, you know? And she is supposed to be, be one of Daredevil's love interests, hmm. and I would think we're going to see Matt Mur- that And Andrea's making faces face right now. Ooh, She's ooh. too
1: young, right? Yeah, I mean, well... He looks young compared to... I um, mean, she probably Murdoch's prob- like, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a ten-year gap at least. Is he, is he Matthew
0: McConaughey or Kevin Hart's father? This is Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. Kevin <laughs> Hart's coke-addicted father. All right, all right, all right. I got my dick out today. cause Bill a long dick. Look
1: at Being an impressionist, man. Holy shit! I am an impressionist. That's some Good. Yeah. Really I mean, good. I real that really Seinfeld. should be
2: there. Should be my career, you know? Wait till you hear my impression of of Hagrid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do it now. <laughs> That, that is an inside joke that nobody can hear.
1: <laughs> oh, is this a deep cut that you were telling me about? D- yes, this all is what right. you were
0: telling me before. And our, and our listeners are going like, what the fuck are they talking about? I'm sorry, guys. You can never hear what we're talking about. I apologize. <laughs> Maybe one day, if you're close enough friends with us, but you can't hear it for the general public audience. The, anyway. One day
1: when the world is less sensitive.
0: Yeah, <laughs> one day. Anyway, so um, yes, Hawkeye was a fantastic show. We all loved it. But let's just get into this now. Let's just get into it. Come on. We got to talk about Spider-Man. Spider-Man, No Way Home, I think, exceeded all expectations. Yes. We came in thinking one thing. And I think for the most part, most of the things that we theorized and thought of, well, I should say most of, but some of the things we thought were going to happen did happen.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And I will say this. One final time if you have not seen the movie or if you don't care about spoilers and at this point if you haven't seen the movie, you're probably going to hear about spoilers anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This
2: I've, already, is, I've already started internet
0: this is your final warning if you don't want to know warning, what happened warning, in, warning. in Spider-Man no way home, turn away now, go see the movie and then come back to the podcast. You have this much time. Spoiler warning in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Tommy McGuire and Andrew Garfield! Holy shit! Oh, yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I had to get that one out of the way real quickly. Yes. Uh, okay, so... Yes, See, the, Joe was complaining about his neighbors before. <laughs> I, I was, but they, hitting the ceiling for making too much noise. Listen, Meanwhile, listen I like, "Why is he so gay for a man named Toby?" Listen, I don't, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit.
3: In
1: the kitchen of all places.
0: In the kitchen. well, well I mean, it's not that big of an apartment. That's anyway, sanitary. So. The worst kept secret in Hollywood. We've been talking yeah, about it forever on this podcast. Andres, you've been listening to us forever, and we've talked about it with you. You know,
1: eight hundred minutes.
0: I mean, we yeah on your Spotify. Rap. Have you
2: seen? Have you guys seen the Spidey Sense gif yet? Where mm-hmm. it's like it's so, <laughs> it's like paparazzi chasing. Tom Holland Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire all separately. Oh wait, oh, yeah. Ed, okay. I just saw a we new one today. Right. Ed, so, had, it's like <laughs> Tobey Maguire like getting out of his car, but like from a distance, right? So and he's like walking into a store, and it's like the jazz music from Spider Man Three. Oh, and so, and the, him, he, he like tur- he like turns around and, and he, goes wide not <laughs> and it's like <laughs> <laughs> That's they do this. Awesome. And uh,
0: our buddy Ed just tagged, and we'll show. I'll show you this afterwards. He tagged us in with one with Andrew. Tom and Toby yeah, all all, all the airport. Oh uh, well, I this must be pre COVID or something because Nobody's wearing no one's wearing a mask. Oh, okay. So it was funny. But yeah, um just uh, it, Tom it McGuire looks like it's it looks like it's like the morning of a long weekend bender. Every single one You of know, them. he said to me before we went we saw the movie in IMAX, he's like take a look at Toby's ears and just how fucking big they are. <laughs> and they are. They're huge. Oh, but I said to him, like, the thing is, like, and this is a real, I saw this in Two and a Half Men, but this is a real thing. Ears don't stop growing when you get older. Like, your body will stop grow, like, you'll stop growing in height, but your ears will still get bigger. Tell me more. And, Tell me more about the elephantitis in the <laughs> ear. Well, i I mean, Toad <laughs> McGuire. If if you're, if it's raining, you better get under his ears. Like it's, they're they're huge. They're, they're wow. big. They're pretty big. Anyway, we will go through. We don't have time to go through a breakdown by breakdown no. analysis of the movie. What we are going to be doing with Spider-Man No Way Home this podcast for the most part is we're going to be talking about like some of our favorite parts. Uh, what we loved uh, because we honestly I think between the three of us we don't really have that much nitpicky stuff maybe some things here and there but overall and I will say this I've been saying for months that this is the most anticipated movie of all time and after seeing it this is not and to me this is not a recency biased I think it is the greatest spider-man movie ever I think it is the greatest movie that the MCU has ever done. And I think it's the best superhero movie ever. And Andreas is just going like, well, this is a pretty hot take." That's a tall order of fries. It is a a tall order. (laughs) Yes, tall order. But that, I mean, it is no secret how much (laughs) I I, I, (laughs) It's no secret how much I love Spider-Man. And I... I grew up watching the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies. I remember when I was just uh, oh, just a wee lad selling a, a newspapers wee, on the corner. A wee lad, second grade. In
2: second,
3: <laughs> probably grade. right. In
0: second, yeah, uh, just. I was in third. How, how early were they
2: putting kids to work in the 1930s? <laughs> Pretty like, damn I early, in like second grade. What you like seven or
0: seven or eight? Yeah, or seven. Yeah. So I remember my dad taking Still me to China. see Spider-Man One with my sister, and like it was just everything I could ever want it to be, and. I loved. Uh, um, uh, I I just I'm in a loss for words. And give it about yep 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 yep. Welcome back, Donnie. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: Um, I will go around the table first of all. Um, Vinny, I will start with you. All right, what's up? What is what was like? Some key things that came out to you. Like, what was some of your favorite parts of this movie? Um,
2: favorite part. Separate whole topic, but one of the main things I really liked about the movie was the banter between all three Spider Men. Yes, like like I loved when Tom and Andrew were asking Toby about his his like his webs. Yeah, yeah, like they're like, so it comes out your wrist, but like, does it come out anywhere else?
3: <laughs> you know what I mean? And he's, and he's like, what, what, what? <laughs> I
2: love yeah, that show. That was good.
0: I this, The spider, the three Spider Men working together in the the lab at the high school. Uh, like I love that like even when like you know like when Tom Holland's putting his web fluid in his thing and like and Tom and Toby's like what is that He's like well it's my web fluid you know for my web shooters like it's like wait you guys have web shooters or whatever he's, saying. he's like whatever he said it's like you guys have to do that he's like yeah why and then he just quips the the fucking stand that's upside down he's like. Whoa! How, and Andrew's just like, how the hell did you do that? Like Andrew Garfield, by the way, was the funniest of the three Spider Men. Yes, he was so great. Mm-hmm. And I have the thing like I I have been going to bat for Andrew Garfield for years. He really is the perfect Peter Parker. He was on. Uh, he is best Spider Man. You think Andrew's the best Spider Man? Best Spider Man. Best. Toby's
1: Spi- the best Peter Parker. Yeah. Andrew's, oh, okay. Andrew's the best Spider Man. Yeah. Andrew's the best Spider Man. And that's why Tom's the best. Tom Spider-Man. is the best of both. I mean, he he's he's. Good. He's great at both. Is he's the best at both? No.
2: Speaking of the best of both, if you saw the movie, you know that at the end of the movie, Tom Holland has a brand new Spider-Man suit with a very fluorescent blue. My God. The back. The classic. back. The whole suit looks like a, the perfect mix between Andrew Garfield's suit and
0: Tobey Maguire's suit. Yeah, the spider. The spider on the back is very much a tribute to. And Andrew. Spider-Man
1: PS4 original suit, like the mm-hmm. the, or the, the first yes. suit that he gets yes. in the video yeah.
0: game. I I mean I will say like um. I was saying to Andres, uh, to you, Andreas, last night that mm-hmm. one of my favorite parts of this movie is not even necessarily like obviously I love the action sequences between the three Spider Man working together, mm-hmm. but one of my favorite parts of the entire movie was just after again spoilers if you're in, listening to this we're deep into spoilers now uh, you don't even uh, have after, to say that at I know, this point after after Aunt May's death when the two Spider Men come and they're they're consoling and they're comforting Peter with uh, MJ and Ned and you know. Toby Maguire saying, you know, like my my uncle Ben was killed, and Andrew Garfield was like, you know, I lost, I lost Gwen. She was my MJ, and Andrew Garfield said, you know, she would have wanted me to continue on being that friendly neighborhood Spider Man, but I got dark and I got rageful, and I don't want that to happen to you. And we just like, and I know something like, well, I want to see that version of Spider Man. I want to see Andrew do that, yeah. which we'll get into a little bit in a little bit, but he. He was saying that and then, you know Aunt May being the one to to give the great responsibility line, I think just really solidified just like this. Who she was. Who she was but this whole trilogy, this was his origin story. You know, it, it's not even just like because with Toby, he had his origin story and Andrew mm-hmm. had his origin story, but this whole thing, you know, a big stigma as to why a big people don't like this Spider Man is because He's Iron Man Jr. or he's Spider Boy and he became Spider Man in this movie. Hmm. This big tragedy happening to his his aunt like just it made him become Spider Man and that's what Toby and Andrew are trying to say. It's like you see Toby with great power and then they just they, they like whoa and Toby just like comes great responsibility. It's like how did you know that? That's what Uncle Ben said when he died. So, I would say that, obviously, this exceeded expectations. But I will go around the table and ask, who was your favorite Spider-Man in this movie? Mm. Andreas, I'll start with you. When the three Spider-Man were together.
1: Who was the favorite Spider-Man?
0: Well, in this movie, who was your favorite Spider-Man? Obviously, this was still very much Tom Holland's Spider-Man movie. Oh, of course. But out of the three who did you enjoy seeing this movie the most? Like who, who got you the most? So
1: it, it, it's, I, I wrote down a couple of notes just so I could not forget, but I was going to go into like the top two, like, or, or top things about it. And it kind of ties into the best Spider-Man. Um, I think Andrew Garfield knocked it out of the park. Oh yeah. I think he deserves Absolutely. a third movie. Yes, I think he, he deserves more attention. I think he is the best Spider-Man. He just had the shittiest movies. Yeah. It wasn't the shittiest he had Spider-Man. He had, he had the script. shittiest writing and the shittiest direction. Yes. Um, so, the, the top two things overall for me for the movie was the Andrew arc, him catching MJ, uh-huh. him oh, explaining yeah. to Peter that he came from a dark place, which I'll get to why I have, like, my bottom two things. But but anyway, so I, I liked his character arc overall. I think he came through as Spider-Man. And then the second top thing for me was we, we don't have Spider-Boy anymore, gentlemen. We have Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I've complained about these homecoming movies that – it always feels like we're we're following a, a just a kid that has the father figure, whether it be Tony Stark or or Mysterio, and he's not doing things on his own. He's not coming through, f- you know, by himself. Mm-hmm. And this movie, with the death of Aunt May and the other shit that was going on, he finally became Spider Man, and is not Spider Junior anymore. Mm-hmm. That's the, a very good point. Yes, the the, the, the bottom two for me. I think overall there's a few scenes I didn't really appreciate. The directing, uh, John Watts is good. He's not a great director. He's, I think he's, he's phenomenal he's, with he's this movie. He's a good movie. director. The, the things with me is that you had Willem Dafoe, one of the greatest supervillains, actors of all time. I, I didn't appreciate how they just showed the mask and then showed Willem Dafoe. I mean, there's so many different, like, more dramatic things he could have done. Him slowly removing the mask him him doing something where it's like a bigger reveal um also the first act felt a little bit choppy i don't know if you guys agree but scenes kind of bounced around a lot and it was the second and third act got a lot better um and then the the second bottom thing going uh, to to the andrew comment of the best spider-man i wish there was a couple like fan arts about this i wish he showed up with the black suit like mm. Dark Andrew, yeah, right? I, I, I'm coming from a shitty place. My my girlfriend just died. I killed her. I ran into the symbiote. Uh, you know, Toby could have said, "Hey, I ran into Venom as well. Let me help you remove it. Let me help you." Oh, that would have been awesome. Like, like they could have done so much more with Andrew well, to really th- show where I he think, came from. I think and they the dropped thing it. is, is that they,
0: they were probably waiting to see how well this movie did, and then how well Andrew's reception of the movie was going to be, and then they're like, okay. Let's start, because that is, that's another thing is going on, is that there are reports saying that they want Andrew to return for multiple projects, and people are calling for him to be the Spider-Man of the Sony universe again, because Sony is still doing their whole Spider-Verse thing, and they're still going through yeah. with Venom and yeah. you know Black Cat, and they want to introduce more characters, and I'm just like, but there's no Spider-Man in this universe, I, I, just let it be Andrew.
1: I just feel like they could have done another layer to Andrew. They, 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 they could have done something more. And and the and the reason why that's a, a main, like, quip for me is that I, I loved Andrew in this movie. He was funny. He was the Andrew that we're used to. Mm-hmm. But he contradicted himself. He's like, when he first met Peter, he's like, I, I stopped pulling my punches. I became really dark. But you're still making these jokes and telling people that you love them and breaking people's backs. And so, like, it just didn't feel... Consistent for me. Either make him funny and not come from a dark place, or. I think that's
0: the intrigue of just but like anyway. he became dark. Yeah. And maybe that was a section. Again, Sony really fucked up his second movie. Oh, for sure. So there could have been a section of the movie that they completely cut, which they did. I texted you about this, and Vinny, I don't think I texted you mm-hmm. about it, but there is a whole. It's okay, I'm not there- that cool. It's. <laughs> There is a a whole section (laughs) of after when Gwen Stacy dies in The Amazing Spider-Man 2, Dane DeHaan, I've been calling him Dan DeHaan this whole time, Dane DeHaan's uh, goblin, after Gwen Stacy dies, is laughing from the top of the clock tower. There's more screaming and emotion from Andrew Garfield to the point where... It's similar to, like, when, when Tom Holland's fighting Willem Dafoe's goblin towards the end of the movie, and he's just beating the fuck out of him, and he almost kills him. So, I would have loved it if they kept that in there, because Andrew's lines right there would have made more sense. You know what I didn't think was necessary? What was that? Tobey
2: Maguire did not have to be stabbed. Unless you are going to kill the fucking character. Oh, I freaked
1: the fuck out.
0: I freaked out, too, but
1: they probably did out. that for
0: a scare. I mean, yeah. I'm glad Toby didn't oh, die. I thought he was going to. Why even do that? I, to I got us. more
1: emotional in that scene than Aunt May.
0: Of course, yeah, I know.
1: And uh, the other thing about directing, I think they could have done Aunt May a bit differently. Yeah, I cried my balls out when Gwen Stacy died. I thought in, in Spider-Man Two.
0: I thought
2: Marissa Tomei was going to get um, impaled by the speeder the same way William the Dafoe gets impaled by the speeder. I,
0: I think they tried to do the, the fake out thing. Like when Andre and I saw the second time the uh, last night. Uh, one of the guys from Real Rejects was saying like it hit him harder when he saw the scene of like Aunt May saying what great power comes great respons- must come great responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I was going to cry in seeing these. I never cried watching the movie but I did yeah. feel emotional. Mm-hmm. I did like I felt like I'm going to shed a tear but I didn't. Like when Aunt May died, I was like, oh. I-, I knew. I said to you when we saw the first time, I'm like, oh, no, she's and gone. And you were all she's- upset in the movie theater, I'm CJ. like, "She's, she's gone. No, she's gone. That's it. She's gone. Yeah. Um, And then she was up and walking around.
2: And yeah. then she's like, "No, nah, It's the fake out. Hold
0: up, motherfucker. But the second time you see it around, it's like, as she's telling Peter this, it's like, she's using her last few moments to I, tell him this motivational yeah. words of wisdom.
1: Yeah, I know. But uh, again... It goes back to the directing. I think it could have been handled a bit darker, a bit better. Like when Andrew screams when he like like really balls out and screams when he killed Gwen, when he found out that he killed Gwen. Like Tom, obviously he showed emotion; he was crying, but it was more like, "Talk to me, May. Talk to me, May." It was more like it's, a,
0: he. But he was in denial that is Yeah, yeah. I, was, I know. But I mean that. I mean that's kind it of could like have been a th- more powerful, in my opinion. I think it could have been more powerful as well. But the th- the thing is, is that. He's he's still at that point. He's still a kid, and now he's dealing yeah. with this this major loss. Yeah. You know, Well, for sure. But I I think anyway, the, yeah. I think the thing to learn from this is that you just like he has become Spider Man, and I mean the other thing we need to talk about is like you know,
1: I think we could we can. was your favorite Spider Man?
0: My favorite Spider Man is still in the movie. T- in the movie, oh, man, it's so fucking hard. Cause I love all of them. I really do.
1: Like whose performance? Blew it away for you. So mine was Andrew. Yours was.
0: I'm gonna have to say Tom because it's again. Okay. It, it goes a lot to that scene when May died. It was like just like like this is the best acting I've ever seen this kid do. Like he is phenomenal. He stepped up his game for this movie, and I'm just like, it's for that scene alone. Yeah. You know, and he, then he doesn't care anymore. He's like, I don't care. If they die, that's on your hands. Telling that Toby and Andrew. Uh, you know he's so badly trying to do the right thing, and you know she said like she still said I did the right thing even after when she was stabbed and she's she's dying, and it was just such a such great performance from all of them. And, and I
1: think another great thing about Tom again Andrew and Tom are neck and neck. I think it's like point one for me for Andrew, but what what really sold me on Tom is not only the Spider Boy to Spider Man, but he could have told Mary Jane everything. Uh, sorry, M J. Michelle Jones. He could have told Michelle. Uh, Jones everything on that piece of paper, but he decided not to tell her. You know, he decided to. Um, when he saw her and saw the bandaid on her forehead, it's like, hey, I've I've hurt you. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you who I am again. I don't want to cause yeah. you pain. And he he took the bigger way out and just left and didn't didn't yeah. suck her back into his mess.
2: I think that's the that's the biggest thing with Tom Holland now. He doesn't have anybody. It's like a clean slate now. Yeah. Now that he's become Spider-Man, there's nothing holding him back. There's nobody left to protect. Now, now is the time for him to be immersed into Tom Hardy's Venom and Morbius. Oh, yeah. This is where we're. I hope this is what darker. I'm. This is what we're predicting. This is what the whole show is about. It's about speculating. I think we're gonna get a, a Venom and a, and Andrew Garfield movie. And somehow Ooh. we're gonna get at the end of that movie some type of Morbius teaser that has to do. It's gonna be like some type of Morbius teaser where it's gonna be maybe Venom, Venom's. It's it's hard because now that the Venom symbiote is in Tom Holland's universe.
1: Yeah, it's all over the place. Now. It's
2: all over. <laughs> so maybe maybe the Venom that's in Tom Holland's universe learns how to cross dimensions. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. because uh there's about there's about four different variations of Venom's mutation. The but the symbiote that got left behind in Tom Holland's universe might not be Venom.
1: Yeah, it could be a spawn of Venom. Exactly. Right? Yeah.
2: Exactly. Just yeah. like how Carnage was a spawn of Venom. So that could that could become an interdimensional being where Tom Hardy's Venom teams maybe teams up with Andrew Garfield and uh Andrew Garfield and um, and Tom Hardy to fight maybe Morbius and Tom Holland's Venom.
3: Yeah, that's awesome.
0: I think we'll probably get some kind of... I, I'm not sure what we're going to see first. The MCU version of Venom fighting Tom Holland or the, uh, the Sony Universe version of Tom Hardy's Venom and potentially Andrew Garfield. I, I think Tom Hardy's Venom is going
2: to be part of Andrew Garfield's universe. I think so. And um, and Morbius is going to be involved in that as well. I think but, it would make more sense. But we're not going to get a new Venom from Tom Holland. I think we're going to get a symbiote variation of Venom. Let me look up a, a quick list of Venom's children.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, they're, they're, when symbiotes kind of break off from each other, they do necessarily like they are they reproduce asexually. So it would make sense. But I also think that uh, you know, it, it it makes it makes sense. But um but Vinnie I do have to ask you, you know, we've been going around the around the horn here is that you know, Andreas said that his favorite Spider-Man in this movie was it was it was Andrew, correct? Yes. And then my favorite Spider-Man in this movie was Tom Holland. But Vinny, for you in this movie. Now, remember, just this movie, who was your favorite Spider-Man whose performance really stuck out to you?
3: Hmm.
2: Andrew Garfield, Andrew, huh? Yeah, Andrew Garfield. It's it's tough. It really is he, tough. I feel like he had. And I feel like between him and Toby, he and had neck. way more lines. I know. More it's, presence,
1: more lines. Like a hundred percent. Youth pastor. There was joke. A, that I was died. So, that was so. Yeah, good. Are yeah. you gonna dress as? A, and then you know he shows the suit.
2: Oh, there was so oh. many little things that where people in the crowd like went nuts. Like we were at a
0: football game. I know. Like we didn't even talk about the scene about how they got introduced either. Like apparently oh, great. apparently Ned is magic. And I remember hearing like rumors and reports that oh Ned is the one who's gonna bring in Toby and Andrew. I'm like
1: eh. Well did you notice right after Aunt May died, they were panning around Ned's apartment with yes. her with his grandmother? I don't know. They had
0: is. like those ancient knives. Ancient
1: knives. Yeah. He's he's I guarantee you he's like um what do you call it? The Sorcerer Supreme now. Um, not wong. dr Shang- wong strangely he's enough he's related wong. to wong somehow wong. or something I feel, anyway
0: i feel like it could be yeah um like that's the whole thing like i loved how andrew came in i love how when toby came in they just started there's like he's like you know you're fr- i know you two like your friend i i feel like he needs my help and he's not your friend and then they just immediately do like a little fight. <laughs> They're like and they're impressed with each other. I'm like, yeah. yo, yeah, this is yeah. so sick. Um, to to think like the seek like they couldn't talk about this stuff for so long. In fact, the um, <clears throat> uh, once uh, the scene where like Andrew was like on the little scaffolding thing, saying so like, so do you ever have a web block? That was the
1: leak. That was the leak. That yeah. was the leak video. I thought it was web blood that he said.
0: Yeah, that's what a lot of people it was thought was web block. Web block. And then Toby's like, actually, yeah, I did at some point. It's yeah, like,
1: that that banter was great. Like Vince said, um, the way they <coughs> the way they introduced the Spider-Man was, was great. I was worried it was gonna be them swinging in, in into the Statue um, of Liberty scene, but they were truly they like made, supporting actors, yeah, supporting like they roles. they were supporting characters. It wasn't a cameo. It wasn't a you know a, a quick dipping out. It was it was really supporting roles and did this movie justice. That's
0: what I loved about it so much. You know, like every single one of them had a moment to shine. You know, Andrew had a lot of moments to shine, especially when he saved MJ. I remember saying in this podcast, I don't know how I'd feel about it if Andrew comes in and saves MJ and be the one. But but when he did, I loved it. Like I nearly, I got emotional. Like you know, seeing him cry. It's yeah, like he got his redemption. Yeah, He didn't let another Spider-Man's loved one die, and he was able to overcome those odds.
1: You know, he played that scene in his head countless times, how, mm-hmm. he, how he could have saved Gwen better, how he could have just, you know, maybe launched faster or harder and caught her the instead thing, of just webbing her. That's the thing. You know, in, in those moments, so he,
0: he learned. He, he learned.
1: probably played it so much in his head that if this were ever happened again, he would do it much differently. Exactly. So,
3: kudos uh, to Andrew.
0: You know, all the guy, all the all of them working together, and Toby really being the the sage of the three Spider-Man. You know, mm-hmm. him being the one who's like the older, the, the wiser. Yeah, the <laughs> the older, wiser Spider-Man. He's been around for a long time. He knows what he has to do. Um, but we really could not be. We we have to give credit to also some. Of the villains of this movie, I think every villain played their role to what they needed to do. Willem
1: Dafoe, number one.
0: But we, oh my god, we gotta talk about Willem Dafoe's Willem Goblin. Vin, Dafoe. months ago, months and months ago, when we were kind of in the early stage of this podcast, you're just like, bring back Dafoe, yeah. bring back Dafoe, bring him back. God damn it! That's right. I started this company. You know how much I sacrificed.
1: <laughs> Out, am I? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm doing a bit.
1: Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. No.
0: Getting the Spider-Man and come out to play I'm, I'm, by looking he said at it again. I know, but he screamed it this time. Yeah. As much as I
2: don't hate to get back into Venom,
0: you've been doing a hard research. Hard. And just, like, just I give, just did like a quick give, give a brief yeah, yeah. quick uh, homework research because we need to talk about Will and the Foes Goblin. <laughs> All right. If.
2: If the symbiote that's in Tom Holland's universe mm-hmm. is to be anybody but Venom, my two guesses would be a um, uh, uh, one of the symbiotes named Phage. Uh huh. Um, he ah. has the power to like turn into blades and stuff. Okay. But I can see interdimensional power coming from him as well. And this other one named Scorn, which is he's Carnage's brother, which is you know a mutation through. Out. Through through blood and stuff like that. Okay. He's the first symbiote that's able to merge with tech. Oh. Whoa. So if so Iron be, Man armor. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so be if, if Tom Holland's suit has any sort of tech at all, I would imagine scorn would be the
0: next. It would be really cool, but knowing the MCU, it's like we want Venom here. So I I think that's what they do. So do you think they're gonna just put Tom Hardy's Venom in Tom Holland's Tom Holland's universe? I don't know. I would think they would might want to get another actor to play. So I'm box. sorry.
2: There's a third option. Something called Gray Venom. Gray Venom was spawned when mm. uh, Venom's tongue, Black Venom, original mm. Venom's tongue gets to, like severed, oof, and the tongue becomes Gray
0: Venom. I did not know that. Ew. Yeah. Yeah. yeah ew. <laughs> um, all pretty good points. Um, but real quickly, you have to get back to Defoe's Goblin. Yes. 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 Ben, I think you've been, you know, waving the Defoe flag for him to come back. And, oh, 100%. And, and for the longest time, you know, those secrets were kept. It is safe to say, I think in all of our opinions, that, ha- that he outdid himself from his first Goblin performance. Mm. And I think a big reason for that is because he only had the mask on in the beginning of the movie. And he got rid of it. Five mm-hmm. seconds. Yeah, yeah, literally. For five. Seconds. Like you give that little nostalgia right there. But then like his facial like you knew he was playing two sides of the card the whole time though it's like just because he's fucking God oh blood. yeah but it's like but at what point it's like at what point like did Norman. Have I feel like Norman did have control? I think some, he
1: regained control for a little bit, for a little bit. But then when Goblin, he was
0: when he was cracked out in the halfway house,
1: but, and but then got go- all those donuts. But then,
0: yeah. but then Goblin overtook. Donuts him. are evil. Like we knew, <laughs> we I knew the second he that like, Goblin was in there was when he was going <sighs> when he was talking with Otto. He's like, evil. How does it feel, Norman, to become whole again? No evil half, just me. And that's I'm like, oh, that's Goblin's voice. Oh yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Like and just like it's like. So predictable, Peter. You have all what do, what did he say? Like all the power all like all the power too weak to use it? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. a callback from the first Spider Man movie. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's like you are struggling to have everything you want while the world make tries to make you choose. These are not curses. The gifts. Yeah. It was so like it was just so good. I'm just like like I the first time I watched the movie, I legitimately fucking hated Goblin. Mm-hmm. You know for killing Aunt May and everything. I'm like, that's one thing. I'm like, why did you have his face covered in that first movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and when like when his, Tom
1: Holland is punching the crap out of his, his yeah, face, he's just like and, <laughs> he's, and he's laughing he's the entire laughing
0: maniacally. Like, like you
1: can't get that from a mask. Mm-hmm. That is, he is such an expressive actor. Yep, and to to give them that opportunity to like do that is was amazing. What's even
0: crazier is that he put in his contract that he needs to be able to do most of his own stunts as the goblin, because yeah. of that's how, how important was the character. I'm like, he's sixty six years old, yeah, and he still wants to do something. like yep.
2: Kudos to you, dude. I love that when he was uh, when he was in the cage in uh, in the what they call it the catacombs yeah whatever I know you're going with this when he was like well you know I'm something of a scientist myself do it for the meme
3: there was a lot of memeage. oh yeah yeah.
0: and we didn't even talk about the like the very subtlety of the spider-man pointing meme Mm -hmm. when Ned is calling for in the lab Peter's like which one? And Peter Parker. Pe- We're <laughs> all Peter Parker. That's like the, the, the computer. Like, oh, that was, I love that part. Andreas actually pointed that out to me. He's like, yeah, they do it in the lab. Like, they oh, do it. really? Yeah. I because Vinny and I didn't notice the first time for some. oh no, I f- was, it? Yeah, we didn't notice. It, it was subtle, but and we were looking for it. Yeah, we the whole movie were looking for that fucking
1: meme. And uh, but, what was it, uh, Peter? I promise I won't become a supervillain and try to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> that was so good. He's like, all right, because <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, uh, and and I don't, we haven't really talked about Toby yet, but he he also did a great performance. Toby was uh, I was Again, like the p- the pastor kind of father figure, but the way that he delivered that line of, and so I think Ned is like, do you have a best friend too? Yeah, yeah, you know, we we were really good friends, and he he died in my arms after he just tried to kill me. So so touching, <laughs> or, so, or or like he said something so, like that. I
0: think it's like so tragic. Yeah, so tragic,
1: and <laughs> Ned's face was the the movie theater lost it because you funniest. actually
0: like first time I didn't catch this, but you actually hear Andrew go, dude, like he whispers to Ned, like almost like what the fuck, and yeah. he's so <laughs> awkward with Tom Holland's Peter Parker. Um, I think another thing we need to mention, like, just I, 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 there's stuff. no way they're gonna make Ned evil. There's no way. No, I don't think so. I think with how much, he, well, I guess Andrea's a different theory. Oh, no, I don't uh, know.
1: hate now, now, there's not one thing. That's on the table about that now kid. that Ned doesn't know that, you know, his best friend is Spider-Man. But tr- unless true, they force
2: that actor to get like incredibly jacked and grow another foot, I'm not gonna find him intimidating. <laughs> I'm thinking. Well, I
0: think <laughs> he true. will become a wizard, a sorcerer. I think at some point because he's very, very you know naturally gifted with the, the sling ring and, and magic and a lot of people might be thinking like why is it that he is so gifted but Doctor Strange isn't he I was w- reading and watching something today and the guy on YouTube I was watching was saying like well a big reason why is that Ned is very happy-go-lucky and he's very accepting of a lot of things like yeah. all of a sudden how him and Betty Brand are just a couple you know he's very accepting of a lot of things, whereas Doctor Strange he refused to believe a lot of the stuff with sorcery yeah. and, yeah, and right. magic and all that. So that's why it took Stephen Strange a long time to become uh, the powerful sorcerer also his that hands he are is. Fucked up. Yeah, yeah. And it took yeah. him because he was so obsessed with that. Whereas Ned, it's just like, oh yeah, cool magic, like that's what it was. You know, um, speaking of Strange, real quickly before we talk about Doctor Strange, okay. I. I I don't know if you're gonna get the multiverse of madness or whatever. You know I was about to go there. I know, but we there's still more we need to talk about with Spider-Man. <laughs> there, there is one thing I did want to mention because I don't think we talked <laughs> about it. Like, what was really great was the the uh, that one scene in the science in the science lab where Toby and Andrew are talking to each other, you know, and and then Zendaya and Tom Holland just like you know, you know, we're gonna get through this, yeah, and they're, they're looking at each other, and, you know. Good. He's like, do you have someone? He's like, nah, I don't have time for Peter Parker stuff. You know, he's like. He's like, yeah, sort of. It was complicated, but we got through it. And eventually, you know, me and MJ, it's like my MJ. I know it gets confusing, but I even love that little banter too between the two of them. You know, I always would yeah. have wondered what it would have been like if Andrew Garfield and Toy Maguire had this screen time together, and now we see it. It's just everything is just fantastic.
1: Yeah, I mentioned to Vin. The the best scene for me in the whole movie was the, the ending. I think this was the one of the best endings of any superhero oh, film. Oh, By far. Oh, this, when they all hug this, each this, other? This this is where Yeah. This is where Spider Boy becomes Spider Man, right? Yeah. He has he has a there's a fork in the road of does he suck Ned and MJ back into his, you know, life. Yes. Or yes. does he leave them in peace at MIT and be successful?
0: Because he sees the bandage on MJ's forehead. He's like right. I did that. He is selfless.
1: This is where he really becomes Peter. Spider Man. Spider Man. Peter Parker. He does the most selfless act of, you know, sacrificing his happiness Mm -hmm. for others' good, and that's what Spider Man is all about.
0: That's exactly the character. You know, it's it's a thing of just like Spider Man is someone who has gone through so much trauma in his life, and he has been through so much that it's just like that's what makes him such a great character. And you know, real quickly to go through some of the villains, I think Lizard and Sandman were kind of just there. Yeah, fillers. They were they were kinda just there and it was what it was. Um obviously they only used the voices of the actors because I was saying to you, Andreas, and I was saying to Vinny, that they sampled the scene scenes from Spider Man three and the amazing Spider Man one.
1: I did not uh, notice that.
0: I, I noticed it right away. It was mm-hmm. like they reversed the scene when, when Flint Marco was fighting Black suit Spider Man when he had the water on him. Yep. When he turned back to normal and they just literally took the scene from when uh, the lizard went back to being Doctor Connors from the first Amazing Spider-Man movie. Yep. Like they just, they just sampled that in there. Um, they kind of explained why Jamie Fox was different, but they didn't. Uh, some theories are going around wa- that he was that he possibly could be a, a a Max Dillon Electro. Maybe like down the line, maybe he didn't actually die in his universe, and he was able to like you know something happened and it changed him. Jamie Foxx was fucking hilarious in this movie. Yeah, it, was it was good. What, what? It was. We ain't gonna pretend like I'm, I'm just butt ass naked right now. Sandman's like,
1: I am. <laughs> and the and the costume, I, I think I mentioned this on the previous podcast. The costume design was flawless. I loved it. Uh, oh, yeah. they incorporated that shitty like comic mask that would never work in real world and made it like electric around his face. It was, yeah, it was so it was good. Cool. Was Jamie
0: cool. Foxx was was excellent. Alfred Molina's Doc Ock was excellent. Like. I mean, I think his performance in Spider-Man 2 was a lot better than this movie only because he was only a villain for like maybe like the first it's 30 It's just a shame we're not going to get him again. I mean, never say never. We didn't think that a movie like, a movie of this capacity could ever happen. So, it's possible we could ever get them back.
2: Um, I got to say the only thing that this movie didn't give to me was Tom Holland and Tom
0: Hardy's Venom. I did I was hoping for that. But it's the, all right. Things the, have yet to come. I think one of the last things I do want to touch upon I think we need to touch upon before we touch upon Multiverse men is because right, what do you want to touch? I, I do want to say is that <laughs> I, want, well, I want to touch all both of you and myself <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, We, which I failed to mention when we were talking about Will and Dafoe is when they were curing all the villains and how you know it's Tom Holland Spider-Man and Green Goblin on the shield by the water by the Statue of Liberty and it's like Poor Peter. Too weak to use his power like, to stop me. No, I'm just going to kill you myself. And a boy. Like that scene was so intense. He's just beating the fuck out of him. Just like boom, 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 boom. Like just all yeah, over the place. It was like, aggressive. what the fuck? Fuck. It was in, first time you see Tom Holland it, malicious. Yeah, like he was just so dark. And we met and we briefly talked about you know to- Toby stopping him, and just from you know from stopping ki- from killing Goblin. And then yes, he got stabbed. And then was the funny part, just like oh hey hey you okay? He's like, yeah yeah, I'm alright. I've been stabbed before. It's all right. <laughs> it's all good. So and little, they had literally no reason to kill any of these Spider Men. None. None, especially no. not Toby. So you know I love like you know it's like hey nice throw, nice catch. You know and even. Oh my, there's just so much in this movie yeah, like, it, e- even the three Spider-Men working together he's like you know like I don't know how to work in a team we suck like well I do know how to work in a team I was in the Avengers you were in the Avengers is a band are you in the Avengers
1: <laughs> are we yes. in a band <laughs> yes that's um, awesome
0: what is that
1: yeah did, did you? Catch, there's a there's a secret arc in there too when, when Toby catches the glider he does something that he couldn't do in his universe which is the same which is to save Norman Osborn from his own glider that's so true I think that was a powerful arc as well that's how yeah, yeah, yeah. he he couldn't do what he, you know, he couldn't he couldn't stop that from happening, but he did in this universe. So and I think that that's was awesome. very
0: good, very you know. And uh, it's just, again, like, even like the banter between the three of them waiting for the villains to come, you know, them being very meta where Toby's just like, you know, they're all talking about villains they fought where Toby's like, I I'm like... sorry. What is this expression meta? It's like very like breaking like, the fourth wall. Almost. Breaking
1: the, when he called when Toby called Andrew amazing, like amazing Spider Man. So. You're amazing. You're amazing. Like, oh. so he's like, I'm gonna be
0: honest. Some meta re- means breaking. I, yeah. Meta I, means
2: being um, very be- Yeah. It's it's so
0: Yeah. So it's like I really needed to hear that, and it's funny because it's it's talking about how you know obviously how Andrew's Spider Man movies are not as nearly as successful as Tom and Toby's, and you know because they're talking about the villains that they fought. And yeah. you know, Tom went to space and he fought Thanos. Yeah, like, yeah. They're and, both like, they're both like, why the fuck didn't I get to go to space? Like, you, I, like, I, fight. I, like I fought a mechanical guy in a rhino suit. I suck. Like, no, you're amazing. Like, just all of that. And even like Andrew going, it's like when they finally go t- together, it's like, all right, all right, stop it. Look, I got look. I never fought the team. Oh, I have. Okay, look. Here's going to do. Trust your tingle. Work together. Pick pick the guys one by one. All right, Peter one. uh Peter two. Oh, Peter three. Andrew. It's like you know. Again, be the thing like the third best Spider-Man according to the audience. Where did the like, Peter Tingle ori- or- originate from? Uh, was, that, was that Aunt May? Far from home. She called it the Peter Tingle. Yeah. And, yeah. And again, we didn't even talk about fucking Doctor Strange and and Spider-Man's thing. Like there was just so much to unpack in this movie. But I think just overall. I think to close out with the with Spider Man No Way Home was the final spell, and we, we we briefly talked about how he was selfless enough to leave his friends behind so he wouldn't get uh, so he wouldn't uh, hurt them in in uh, indirectly. Now uh, Joe Stanziali, a good buddy of mine and a former guest in this podcast, I remember asking him. He's like, "Why was it that he couldn't remember?" they made Peter Parker. Forget Peter Parker who he was. And it was seeing the movie last night where i just like, well, the first spell got botched and Strange contained it. Goblin blew up the box with his pumpkin bomb, and the spell got so haywire that Strange could not stop it. The only way to stop it was creating a new spell. He's like, they're all here because of me. Make everyone forget who I am. And he's like, in that sense, no one will remember who you are. There'll be no memory of you. Your loved ones, everyone will not remember. And that scene, you know, where him and MJ are together and Ned, they're not gonna remember each other. She says, "I love you," just like tell me when you yeah. find me. How about the scene uh, with Happy and Peter at the grave? Yeah, with Aunt May, you know. Yeah, that was. I, I love the little Easter egg of you help someone, you help everyone, which is from the Spider-Man PS4 game. That's yep. that's the thing there. Uh, you know, Happy has memories of Spider-Man, but he has no memory of Peter. It's like, you know, how do you know? How would you know? We're like, oh, through Spider-Man, you know, because Spider-Man was at the charity event after the Blip and Far From Home, mm-hmm. so. There's just so much to unpack, and there were so many different like villains coming through the multiverse. thing. like we saw a Rhino, I saw a Scorpion. There's a Craven the Hunter. Uh, there, there's so much to unpack there, a different version of Doc Ock. Um,
2: right, but this is where this is where we get Tom Holland Spider Man. Now remember. There has already been three confirmed movies. Three more confirmed movies for Tom. Spider-Man Holland,
0: Four for, Sp- for for Tom Holland is in development right now, and there but will be. But they confirmed two, another three. There will
2: be two more. Yes. Yeah. There'll so be three, three. Well, since, three total. Since three have been confirmed, we're definitely getting at least three more villains.
0: Yeah, I would think so. I would think Scorpion has to be one of those villains. Mm.
3: And I
2: think I, Venom for sure. The next Tom Holland movie is definitely going to include Venom
0: symbiote. I would think it's going to be hard to top this movie. But in the overall grand scheme of things, before we move on to Multiverse of Madness, mm-hmm. Vinny, where does this movie rank for you as far as a Spider-Man movie, MCU, and superhero movie? We all know what I said. I said what I said at the top of the podcast, talking about this topic. Where does it leave for you? Top of the top tier. So Number one. For all three. Mm-hmm. Andreas, what about you? For a Spider-Man movie, is it the best?
2: We already know what he's going to say.
0: Tied with Spider-Man 2. For, for the MCU. Oh, Ooh. top. What, what, Hang on. MCU? I'm asking for three different categories. Oh, sorry. One, a Spider-Man movie. Okay. Where does it rank for you?
1: Spider-Man movie? Tied with Spider-Man 2.
0: For the MCU? Top.
1: But Infinity War was so
0: good. But this
1: Endgame was was so good. Endgame was
2: better than Infinity War, but...
0: This this was this is
2: top. I dude.
1: cried like a little girl when dude. Tony
0: Stark died. Dude, um, this, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I know. It, it's your opinion. It's like, was it like? Yeah, you know what? Tony Stark's death is a fucking pivotal moment in anybody's conscious.
1: I know, but still. I'm gonna take another cop out. Tied with Endgame. End I can't. I can't put one okay. under or below. So oh, no.
0: then, sorry my, for the cop my, out. My last one is: Is it the best superhero movie for you? Then the answer is probably no. 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 Is okay. the
2: Iron Giant by Steven Spielberg? No. A considered a superhero movie?
0: <laughs> I mean,
1: it's not. Logan more. might actually be up there for Oh, me. then fuck it. I think Logan you. was
0: a... I fucking
2: love Logan. Logan was What's a great did? direction. I You've seen acting. Logan. I love Logan. Okay, good.
1: Like, I love Logan. It's one of my favorite so movies. So, I, I, I think Logan could be up there for Logan me. Logan is the okay. best
2: R-rated Marvel movie. I think oh, this yes.
1: did the great... I think this was the greatest fan service. Thing. This movie was the greatest service. fan service was just enough. I think just like enough. cinema, like actual movie direction, acting, etc. Logan. Yeah. Okay. Logan was that's yeah. that, fair. That's, that's why fair. I say the
2: best R-rated Marvel film. I
0: say the best uh, me I am a Spider-Man Mark for those who don't know that's that is a I'll re- tell you what. that's that, you know that's, how you know how everybody relates to Logan. Yes.
2: Because at the end of your work day, no matter how many hours a day you work, you just want to go home. You want to say, fuck. You want to say, fuck that shit. I'm done. I'm going to take off my pants, put on sweatpants, sit on my couch, because now I'm old and I'm tired. I ain't going to put sweatpants. I'm going to stay in my underwear. You know what I mean. (laughs) It's just like Logan. Logan's tired. He's beaten. He's one last ride. He's like, he's like. Real quickly,
0: the best part of that movie for me is Patrick (laughs) Stewart saying, oh, fuck off, Logan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) He's like, um, he's like,
3: oh, fuck. Oh,
2: he's like, he's like David Lee Roth doing his last line of coke at the end of that movie. He does the one last injection with the serum and he's like, ah, oh,
0: yeah. I thought you were going to say he's a lot like Joel in The Last of Us. Oh, no, that too. Oh, that too. Yeah. That too. Okay. Real real quickly, like, that's what the Spider Man No Way Home ranks for me. Uh, just top of the line for all three, I think. A, an amazing movie no pun intended um we couldn't really get too much into the whole Andrew Garfield Tobey Maguire like returning movies thing because we're already over an hour at this point yeah, somehow we were talking about Spider-Man and ended up a Wolverine I know but still
1: ask me about superhero movies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we talked about Venom the first post-credit scene mm-hmm. as of today the time we were recording this the Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness trailer has been released, and that was the post credit scene for Spider-Man No Way Home.
1: Yeah. So no spoilers. Yes. Um, this is released to the public. Like the, it, It's now <laughs> to the
0: public, so it's not really a spoiler anymore. Yeah, motherfucker. So, we've all seen the trailer. Mm-hmm. This is some really trippy, crazy shit, and remember who's directing it. So listen... I love Sam Raimi, who directed yep. the Spider-Man trilogy. I Toby's love. Spider-Man I love Man that trilogy. Marvel
2: is making it necessary to watch these these like theatrical shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because everything is canon now. N- yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like which you te- couldn't.
0: Which technically, going real quickly, going back to the Spider-Man movies, technically Andrew and Toby's movies are MCU canon now. Yeah. Uh huh.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Different
1: universe, but yeah.
2: Yeah. But you need to know who all uh, who. Uh, what, what, evil, what did strange. we call him? Superior strange? Strange Supreme? strange? strange Supreme. Strange Supreme. I
0: have a very... I might be in the minority here, but after thinking about it, I don't think that's Strange Supreme. How could that not be Strange Supreme? It because, looks just
2: like him. Bec- he looked evil as fuck. Because, strange, evil
1: because as in, fuck. in the
0: end of What If, he didn't necessarily... It was contained by the prism. Yes, but Strange Supreme was never necessarily a bad guy. He was driven to do something that he he was trying to win by the love of his life and he was doing yeah. bad things in the process but he was released he, from the prison no he wasn't he's I, still in that prison oh that's right so you he has, think he's a he has the thing is well another variant evil there. variant that's though. something I think he's just another variant I think that he is uh, you know he's there watching over Killmonger and, uh, and Zola to make sure they're still fighting over the stones forever Do I think that Strange Supreme could still show up in the movie, though? Absolutely. I think he could easily still show up. What if he just contained the both of them and left it alone to come and conquer? The thing is, he has to watch it. The Watcher said, I need you to watch this. I need you to contain it. He's like, well, I got nothing else better to do. But he could deceive the Watcher. I mean, he's Strange Supreme. He could. He could. Another thing, I, have, out away. I also have a hot take for Multiverse of Madness. But there is, and I'm I, sorry, as well as uh,
2: you, you could see one of the monsters that Strange Supreme absorbs. Doctor Strange is fighting in one of the opening scenes of that trailer.
0: Yes, uh, I think that's not Shumagorath, but I think that's. Um, I thought that was a Skyrim god. I can't remember who it is, like the one eyed tentacled monster. Oh, that's Sheogorath. He he is There's um, Skyrim nerds out he there. He is um the villain he's fighting is actually a villain of Namor. So I Namor is rumored supposed to be coming into the Black Panther uh Wakanda Forever movie. Um, um the the big thing is uh we I believe and this is my hot take for multiverse manage when it comes out, I think Wong's gonna die.
1: Okay because so that Doctor he Strange so, yeah. so
0: Doctor Strange can become the Sorcerer yeah. Supreme, and, and and, somehow in
2: that process he learns all the secrets to being Sorcerer Supreme, and he's I mean, he. I mean, he would
0: fight. have been Sorcerer Supreme, at technicality, but I was saying to Andreas, like I'm pretty sure Wong dusted too in Endgame. Yeah,
2: but listen, uh, at, uh, at, at the, the end, end of war. at the end of the day, Doctor Strange needs to be able to beat Strange Supreme, so of course he's going to have Wanda's help. We saw that from the trailer, but I think once, I still
0: think Wanda can be a villain in this movie. I still think she could like kind of go psycho and CJ. Fight can you stop
2: being a communist? A communist? Just no, stop it.
0: Why? You don't want to see a fight between Strange we and we just Wanda got Scarlet Witch. We just got Olsen. You back. You don't want to see. You're telling me you're gonna sit there and
2: tell me you don't want to see his fight. Between Not Dr. when Strange Supreme's knocking on the fucking door.
0: Okay, do you want to see a fight
2: between Wanda and Strange Supreme? That's fine. That'd be nice. Yeah, but I want to see her lose and Doctor Strange come in and be like, nah, I got a Supreme cock. And he comes in and fucks that shit. Supreme, Supreme, yeah. Supreme. And then uh, and then Kang Gang Bang shows up. Kang Gang like, Bang! He's like, I want some of that Supreme dick. <laughs> and then and then the company Supreme lists it on their website for five mil.
0: Jesus Christ almighty. Uh
1: we Lots also of clothing now. We also see <laughs> we, we
0: also see Mordo returning with dreadlocks now. Oh, fucking hell. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. and then we also are getting the introduction of America Chavez. Yes. Uh, in the MCU, here she is uh, being. Uh, she's someone who has super strength, uh, but she can also travel through we, the multiverse. Speaking
2: of no characters, uh, new characters, I'm I'm thinking uh, the the character. We don't have to dive into this at all. I Just want to mention it for people who are listening. Uh-huh. The character Moon Knight has gotten very little publicity. Oh, dude! It's predicted and, to be one of the most violent and brutal and brutal. I can't, Marvel shows. Yeah, I can see that. I can't wait. It's for gonna Moonlight. be awesome. It's gonna be big.
0: Okay. Big. Real, while while we are kind of at the closing stage of the podcast uh, here, because I think if we go any sooner, more than maybe ten minutes, people's like, "All right, you guys are losing me." <laughs> anyway, so real quickly, this is kind of on the fly right now, but what is something you would like to see in the Multiverse of Madness? If you've already mentioned it, Andreas, uh, I'll start with you. What's something you would like to see in Multiverse of Madness?
1: Um. Like you, you hinted at Sam Raimi. It could either be Toby or Andrew coming back. Maybe Andrew. Maybe that will set up Andrew's third Spider-Man film. You know, Possibly, um, yeah. him coming back in. But yeah, I would like something. Um, I would like to see either Andrew or Toby come back, and I, I think bringing Andrew makes the most sense.
0: Then what about you?
2: You're gonna shit your pants when I say this.
1: Mm. I'm ready. Oh boy.
2: What if the multiverse of madness? Mm-hmm. The Marvel team knows now. They have to fucking. Somehow come up with something as close as No Way Home.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: The Multiverse of Madness is going to be Doctor Strange and Wanda going interdimensional. To take select characters from What If to fight Strange Supreme. One of them being T'Challa.
0: Mm. I...
2: Star-Lord T'Challa. I... Hold on a second. I know okay. what you're going to say. Because okay. I, I know how you feel about the whole thing. What if it's Marvel's deepest secret to date? That there is secret footage of T'Challa for this movie because if they did, if they recorded, if they recorded um, T'Challa for What If, I that should. means he was around and knew the plot while he was still alive. There could have been secret footage for Multiverse of Madness with T'Challa, Star Lord for this movie, and there's no doubting it.
0: I mean one thing I have to say about Van is that you've gotten so great at these theories on the fly good, too. on the fly too. Like you don't come, a lot of times you don't come in prepared with this stuff. You just think on the, I fly come in here, I get a little and, fucked up with some beer and I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's what I love. Like you've, you've done so on well the podcast. I would love that. I don't know if, if that would happen. It, Again, Marvel does keep a lot of stuff secret. Secret, secret. It could, it's a really out there scenario.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I would love it if Chadwick Boseman was still with us. Rest in, Rest in peace, Chadwick. It would be really cool, but I don't know. My big thing, and I'm going based off of reports and stories we've heard. I would love it for two things. One, one uh, Maximoff Scarlet Witch fights Fast Spenders Magneto. Whoa. I would... Whoa. Because there are reports X-Men. going around that Wanda is going to fight somebody from the Fox X-Men universe. Wow. And I would totally love it... I hope it's not the if uh, Phoenix we, bitch. If I, I, that's why I'm saying I want it to be Magneto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he could just like, Wanda? Daughter? It's like And just like, who are you? And it just get that whole connection there. Because as we know as comic book fans, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch are Magneto's children. Mm-hmm. The other thing, and this is based off of stories and reports... I want to see Patrick Stewart return as Charles Xavier because why are you saying no, Andreas? No. Why are you saying no? No.
1: Why not? He His character has come to a close from wait. the greatest super movie of all time, C-J. With the multiverse, wait, C-J. with wait, wait, the
0: multiverse, guys, you can take him from back any point
1: up, in time. Back up. No.
2: CJ, you just made something click hard in my head. I was gonna say I thought you were gonna Wanda's say click. flashbacks during WandaVision, mm-hmm. back to when she was a little girl, and and she was in World War torn
0: yeah. village. Yeah.
2: Do you remember our first like the twenty
0: first f- night of September?
2: Do you remember, <laughs> like, um, do you remember when like the first movie Fastbender did as Magneto? When no, it was he first class, yes. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember like when he was in hiding? In, in, uh, it was like during World War II and yes, he w- he was yes. like brought into the backyard by Nazis yes what if that was their tie in to place Wanda
0: I'm kind of losing you what are you trying to say oh wait no I'm I'm fucking lost are you yeah, talking Wanda. about first class or are you talking about like Days of Future's past I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the
2: introduction like the subtle hints and or setting the stage for Magneto to come into play
0: secretly of course do you think there have been subtle hints in the MCU, like, like when Magdalena? Wanda,
2: when when like when Wanda had the flashbacks to when she was a little
0: girl? Are you claiming that maybe? Um, y- are you claiming that maybe that that's not her real parents, and maybe they're adopted or something?
2: Maybe, yeah. Okay.
0: All right. Well, my whole thing is because the Illuminati of Marvel is supposed to be coming into the MCU. You know, you know, uh, which is Namor. Iron Man, Mr. Fantastic, and Charles Xavier, and there have been rumors of the original Mr. Fantastic, uh, you know, Patrick Stewart, uh, Charles Xavier, and along with, uh, you know, fucking... Tom Cruise as Iron Man, uh, fuck. Uh, it's a big rumor, but he was originally Tom gonna, Cruise was the runner up. He was yeah. gonna, he was possibly gonna be Iron Man in the MCU, but then they went with Tony with Tony Stark uh, with Robert Downey Jr. You mean Tony uh, Stark? Yes, mm-hmm. it would, it would have <laughs> been. Like, I think it would be a really cool thing to put in there if it's just like a one-time cameo thing, because I don't know. I just think. We can bring in all these characters. You can bring in any character from any universe, and it's not going to take away any exit that they have. Like, I don't think... Like, if they brought in Wolverine, Hugh Jackman, I don't think it will take away from the exit from Logan, because again, you can take them from any point, at any give me, time, just in give me any Logan
2: universe. No. I want Logan's Wolverine. So... I want ov- him beat up. Yeah,
1: I, I agree. I agree.
0: Overall, this is a long podcast. I wanted to say fuck. It was... <laughs> It was so f- it, well. We got it in uh, first class. Charles Xavier, Eric Lynch, go oh, fuck yourself. Uh, it was it, this was a long podcast. We had a lot to talk about. Uh, Andreas, thank you for for being here. You know, uh, it actually worked out well that Vinny had worked late last night because yeah, if that's right. if he didn't, we probably wouldn't have been doing this right yeah, now. Yeah, would have. So
1: made it more of a point to be here.
0: So thank you so much. Uh, as you know, you are always welcome on the podcast for whenever sure. uh, you have the free time. Hit us up. Come come along on and uh you know it's it's this was fun it was great to see each other on the holidays uh thank you guys all so much for listening to this episode of fan speculation uh you can follow us on twitter at fan speculation all one word you can follow us on instagram at fan speculation underscore pod uh please start you giving us a five-star review on any podcast app you have here uh what what are you saying <laughs> I said when we start videotaping that's when I'm going
2: to start doing the hand motion yeah
0: Vinny, Vinny and Andrea's doing hand motions look up right for you too
2: very soon yeah
0: hopefully in the near future uh, so uh, share with your friends watch out Joe Rogan Sh- yeah we're coming for you bitch shit and a half for free <laughs> huh? uh, you know just uh, keep a lookout on social media for any uh, announcements that we may have share with your friends let us know let us know on social media because we have polls still going on on Twitter uh, what, how many times have you seen No Way Home a lot of you guys have only seen this once maybe twice uh, you know was what was uh, the rankings I asked Vinny and Andreas was Spider-Man No Way Home your favorite Spider-Man movie, MCU movie, sp- superhero movie or all the above like myself. Uh, anyway guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Fan Speculation. So for CJ Palmasano,
1: Andreas Palgares
0: and Vinny Carini. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next week.
3: Gang gang bang.